Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ricky V. And today we have episode number five of Evolutionary Underground Podcast. How are you doing, Steve? Say hi to the people, Steve. Steve Shmi here. What's up? So uh, today we're just going to talk about bulking cycles. Just a real kind of quick fire podcast today about bulking cycles, how to do them. And what are some of the uh, best uh, uh, compounds you can uh, snatch up for a good uh, bulking cycle? So I'm going to go back to one of the one of my favorite cycles to run. And, I, and I've ran this in different uh, with different brands just different iterations of the same cycle. And it's always been testosterone, boldenone, and trend. Now, one of the reasons I really like this cycle for bulking is because I feel as though I'm not in so much danger of gynecomastia or any of the other really serious estrogen side effects that I've ever experienced. I've really felt as though this kind of cycle, um, it's a really good way to, to bulking and gain, gain some serious mass without really getting a lot of the estrogen sides. Now, obviously, when you go with more aromatizing compounds, you get more size, much quicker um, size gains. But as far as guys like me that are concerned with kind of camastia like look once i get above uh 13 14% body fat i can it, some of it accumulates under my nipples get a little bit of sugar tits <laughs> when i get a little bit that high it's just always there i've thought about going on there to get the gland removed and whatnot but i'm trying to avoid going under full anesthesia as many times in my life as i could avoid it it's, it's not I've, I've had to do it it's not a good feeling and so I don't, I don't like being out under anesthesia that way. It's, I try to avoid it. And, and so I haven't really thought about getting the glands removed. But what I do is I try to keep my chest tight by keeping my body fat low, but not letting my estrogen get out of control. I do have some creams and things I do apply on the nipple, like your hemp flame, uh, EX, the product that I make. Um, and that all kind of helps. But when, when I'm bulking, when I'm trying to gain that size, I'll pump that testosterone, add the boldenone, and add the trembolone. Now, the way I would run it is I would get something like, let's say, your Genessa Pharma GP Test E250. GP Test 250 is 10 milliliter vial by 250 milligrams. That's 250 milligrams per milliliter in these vials and is a uh, GP test E250. And I'm going as high as four cc's of 250 milligram test. I've, I've done those big cycles where you do a gram of testosterone as a base. And, you know, for a good one, depending on how your body functions, you could go as little as, as one cc or you could bump it up to two. Two cc's of that will give you about 500 milligrams of testosterone. Now, that's, that's quite a bit of juice. And you have some aromatization that happens with that, creating even more water retention, more, more muscle mass. Uh, then 
on top of that, for my Bolden on under cyclinate, I would stack something like GP Bold 300. So that's like the Genesa Pharma Bolden on 300 milligrams per cc per milliliter. So that would right then and there would give me a total of about 800. If I did the two cc's of the mass of, of the testosterone in that day, and then I did one cc of the boltanon, I'm right at 800 milligrams per week. And then as my trembolone, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to chop the whole, you know, I'm going to get the whole same brand, probably from the same, same dude, GP Trend 100. GP Trend A 100. So that's Trend Acetate 100. You can pick that up, no problem. It'll be one vial of about 10 mLs, 100 mix per mL. And look, you can, you can, you know, shoot that a couple of times per week. There are other options for you to get some kind of trend that is actually, uh, let's say, an attate. There's the GP trend E200. That's 200 milligrams per cc of an attate. Um, big difference is, look, the, the acetate, you'd want to shoot a couple of times per week, uh, and you get you get more trembolone per 100 milligrams because the acetate ester is so short, comprises such a small part of the weight of that product. And then trenonatate is good. You get 200 milligrams, longer ester. So a lot more of the weight of, uh, of the compound is going to be that, that ester that doesn't build any muscle mass. You could do half a CC or even do the full CC if you want to run 200 milligrams of tremp per week. I've noticed that side effects on trembolone really get bad after the 200 mark. Once you go past 200 milligrams, Per CC, then it, it it starts to it starts to get bad. You start to have a problem. Have you start to have some problems with it. So, Trembolone, either the GP Trend E two hundred, I would use, or I would use the the GP Trend A one hundred. One of the two would be would be fine. Um, if I did the acetate and I wanted to do two hundred mix, I would just do one CC every you know every third day about. And then if you're going to do the the GP trend and that they you could just shoot that one time. You just one load up the syringe. You have you know two cc's of t testosterone and athlete, 500 mix, one cc of boldenon, then one cc of trend and athlete, 200. That's a gram. That's a thousand milligrams of anabolic hormones in your system. Uh, 500 milligrams of which are testosterone, some of it will aromatize, creating some extra estrogen, will just help build some more of that muscle. The 300 milligrams of the boldenon, even though the boldenon can aromatize, it's usually not very much associated with estrogen problems. If anything, there's some guys out there that theorize that boldenon might actually work as an anti-estrogen somehow because it it'll metabolize into something like estrone, which is going to be less estrogenic, is going to send not as strong of a signal at the estrogen receptor as what you get from something like just straight testosterone, just estrogen, it converts to weaker estrogen. Some guys put the theory out there. And so it might even be a weaker estrogen that keeps 
estrogen from other steroids out of the receptors. And again, this is just uh, some theory, but in practice, I myself and many other guys in practice that used legitimate boldenon can say that, hey, you know, you don't, you don't get like these crazy estrogen side effects from, from EQ. You know, like, and don't mistake it. Some guys will be like, I got estrogen, I got estrogen problems on my EQ, and I was running it with 750 mix of test and 40 mix of, of D ball a day, and it gave me, it wasn't the fucking EQ, it was, it was the other stuff. I mean, if you're running like a, a sensible, if you've tried EQ by itself, like I have many times, you'll notice, you, you know, you might be concerned about acne, concerned about other things, but the estrogen conversion is not, not a huge factor for you. So those three are, are a good, a good bulking cycle for anyone really concerned with estrogen side effects and someone wanting to put on some size and, and all that's a great, great cycle. Uh, we did cutting, I believe, uh, last show. So we're going to stick with, uh, with bulking on this one. And look, if I wanted to kickstart with an oral, and again, I'm, I'm talking about a, a, a cycle for guys concerned about gynecomastia, guys concerned about estrogen side effects. If I was, was going to kick off with an oral, then what I would do is I would throw in Turinabol on this one. Yeah, Dianabol might be a better, a better option, and for those guys that just get little puffy, little red faced, and and that's it, and don't have issues with, with you know, with with their nipples and, and fat deposits under their nipples, those guys can throw in some of that D ball, fine. But but for guys like me, you know, where you even without steroids, if you just get a little bit overweight, your your titties start to point out, poke out from your shirt. Like it's just it's just genetics. It's just how we're built. Uh, for, for us to have to kind of re really keep it lean and clean to keep our chest dry, um, Turinobo will be the, the better option. If you, if you wanted to kickstart the cycle for about for the first four weeks. Now, how long can you run a cycle like this? Pretty long. As long as, you know, 12 weeks, you could, um, you could maybe cut the EQ two weeks before, before the other two compounds. And then that way, when you come into your, PCT, it's you know you got a good good PCT going. Um, it'll you can start it off just you know a week or two after your last shot of the testosterone and and get on PCT and just cut the cut the EQ a couple of weeks before if you're concerned about the EQ interrupting or or that long ester getting in the way of your post psychotherapy of your recovery or if you just gung ho about it and you're gonna run post cycle nice long post cycle. You could run the EQ right up to the last shot, same time as the testosterone and the trambolone, and kind of rely on the on the EQ going away very slowly to to keep you from losing gains as you go into PCT. You can kind of go both ways about it. It's really an opinion on how your body works and how your body handles it. You know, I've I've done it both ways. I've sometimes cut the longest or short so that. I could run a, a nice short PCT a couple of weeks after my last shot and not, not be too worried. And I've also ran long esters right up to the last day, um, banking on the fact that the long esters would take a longer time to leave my system. And so I just do a nice long PCT with, with my herbal products and, 
and you know, and, and clone it and just run it that way and run it for a nice long while. Um, not be too worried about having a short PCTF. You know, it, it's really experience and personal preference uh, for you guys out there. And yeah, that's what I have on my first uh, bulking cycle. Uh, what, what else you got for the people, Steve? So one that I've run a couple of times and it's really, I'm explaining to you guys why. Uh, Alpha Pharma, Sustanon 250, which is, which is branded the Induject 250. And Sustanon is really cool because Sustanon is a combination of three different testosterone esters. It's a very small amount of the testosterone propionate. Then you've got testosterone phenylpropionate, which is a middle ester. You got two long esters, the testosterone isocapriate and testosterone decanate. And so sustenin, the good thing about sustenin, you only have to inject it once a week. Really, every other week would work fine with sustenin because it's mostly long esters and one ester picks up after another. Adds up to 250 milligrams per milliliter. So what I liked about the Indyject 250, the, it's, um, it comes in amps and each amp is going to be 250 milligrams. So on the cycle, you could run one of these amps per week and it really cuts down on injections versus having to pin two times a week, three times a week, or every other day or every day even using a short ester. So for bulking, it's really a good idea to use longer esters for bulking. And with the sustenon, 30 milligrams of it is the propionate, 60 is the phenylpropionate, 60 is isocrapionate, and 100 milligrams of it is the decanate. So really long esters, 15, 16 day half-life on that 100 milligrams. So gonna be in your system a while. So you don't have to inject very often. That's why guys in the old days, they liked that because they didn't wanna inject often. Uh, it was more of a taboo back then when it comes to injecting. So also, of course, sustenin was designed for testosterone replacement therapy. And they do prescribe it in parts of Europe for that purpose. Eastern Europe, they prescribed Omnidrin, which is the same exact concentration as, as Sustanon, even though it originally was not. So what's another one to stack with Sustanon? We're talking about bulking here, remember, is Decadurabolin. And Alpha Pharma also sells Decadurabolin. As long, along with the sustenon as the enuject. But with the uh, nandrolone decanate, the decadurobolin, they call it nandrobolin. So that's their brand. And it also comes in AMS, 250 milligrams per milliliter. So what you could do is you could run two of those AMS per week. So if you're a really cool cycle, you can go say 14, 15 weeks on the cycle and you'll only have to inject once a week. So you could inject basically three cc's once a week in the same syringe even as long as you're painting a large muscle now if you're sensitive to post-injection pain the good news is that the nandrobolin has a very low amount of post-injection pain even though sustenin has historically had post-injection pain so but if you mix them in the same syringe it cuts it down so what you could do if you're sensitive to PIP is half those dosages. What I mean is you could do half a cc of the sustenin along with one cc of the decadurabolin twice a week. So then overall, you get 500 milligrams of the decadurabolin and 250 milligrams of the sustenin. And then 
you could add in an oral like Dianabol, which is also going to boost a lot of your appetite, 20, 30 milligrams. On that cycle, I run it myself. You're going to be eating so much that it's going to be annoying. Like no matter how much you eat, you're never going to get satiated on this cycle. So if you're a skinny guy and you've never been big and you're like, man, I'm tired of being skinny. I'm tired of not having an appetite. You're one of those guys. You might have like a pop tart, you know, and you might have like a slice of pizza in the afternoon. And that's really your diet. You don't have an appetite where you can scarf down chicken, brown rice, steak, beef, all these muscle building foods, sweet potatoes, vegetables, all this food. You just don't have the appetite. Well, on this cycle, you're going to have the appetite. So you're going to be able to gain a tremendous amount of size and mass. Just work out hard on this cycle. Work your ass off. Put in the hours in the gym. And then eat muscle building foods. And then slam this cycle. Very simple cycle. And your appetite is going to go through the roof. Like after the first week, you're going to be going and eating one meal is not going to be enough. You're going to be eating two meals for each meal. It's going to be, you're going to have to double up on your meal. So it's an absolute incredible, absolutely incredible cycle to boost your appetite. And we're talking about bulking here, guys. When you're bulking, you want to eat. What's the next one, Rick? Keeping it in that theme, keeping it in the realm of doing bulking cycles that won't create a lot of issues for you when it comes to uh to estrogen uh problems um you could also switch it up a little bit and throw some deca in and i would switch the deca out for the trembolone so you could do something really really uh really nice like some gp deca 300 it's 300 milligrams per cc. And I would just drop that DECA in one cc of that DECA along with two cc's of my 250 milligram uh, testosterone. Uh, that's what most testosterone preparations come in. It's about 250 mix per cc. So I'll drop two of those in. I would drop one cc of that deca per week no more than that i'm 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 right about what i always recommend the two to one ratio where it's about two milligrams of testosterone for every one of deca that that's a good way to make sure that you don't have problems with deca dick you don't get into any of those uh deca dick issues and along with that deca i would drop in maybe uh, you got some options here Super droll is a great option. Super droll is an incredible option. There are guys back in the day who reported having issues with little lactating nipples on super droll, which sounds quite a bit scary, but not much reports of gynecomastia for people taking legitimate super droll. And I would have no issue stacking super drolling with a little bit of test and a little bit of DECA. And you shouldn't have any kind of major sides or problems with estrogen or gynecomastia or any of that from that super draw. Main thing is don't overdo the super draw. 10 
milligrams per day is quite enough. 20 milligrams, most guys had incredible results. And I think 20, it's about plenty for that super draw. And when it comes to uh, DECA, I think 300 a week, 500 of, uh, of testosterone, uh, you're set to grow. You're set to grow pretty good on that cycle. Just make sure you slam in on enough calories. If you want to spruce it up even more, give it a little extra hump, maybe throw the trembolone back in there um, at only 100 megs, um, or throw EQ in there at a couple hundred megs. Just keep it under a gram uh, of injectables at that point. And then obviously your super drill dose would, would be something else. But I, I remember very much so uh, back in the day, you used to get a, uh, a, a, a 19 nor kind of precursor that would metabolize into a sort of nandrolone. Uh, and you got that as a pro hormone and you would get the super draw. And stacking those two, man, the, the super draw with, with that nandrolone uh, metabolite, it's just a great stack that you can, guys used to be able to buy before they banned all the pro hormones. And you could maybe recreate a little bit of that magic with the super draw and the DECA. Recreate some of that, some of that spark. And obviously testosterone in there. Um, and look, if you're really worried about gyno and things like that, drop the testosterone down 250. Um, drop the, see, I'd be worried about using DECA, more DECA than testosterone. I've had issues, you know, and, uh, and many people have, many guys have had issues with their dick over using that DECA. So I've, I've even, even though from early, early on, I made sure to never do it that way. Um, just using the DECA on my cycle, I can tell a difference. I can always see a difference in it. So, um, I really like that. You know, I like the DECA super draw mix. Definitely throw the testosterone in there. Um, some guys might use Proviron along with the DECA to avoid those problems. But if you use the Proviron, then that's also going to hurt your liver along with the super draw. This just maybe too much. So I wanted to just put that one out there for you guys that, that know. So uh, what, do, what, do you, what do you guys, Steve? You got any other uh, any other? Good, what brand? Good? What brand was that? Um, you know what? There's there's Genesa out there. There's Dragon mm-hmm. Pharma. There's a lot of there's a, a bunch of really good ones. But I mean, testosterone. I'm just sticking with it, man. Testosterone is is um you know it's a couple of different options you can with this with this GP brand. I would just use the 250 uh, GP testosterone GP testy. GP gotcha. All right, so the next one I want to talk about for bulking, and uh, it's a really simple one. And, I mean, there's no way that you're going to have any issues with putting on bulk, and that's running nandrolone phenylpropionate from Dragon Pharma, which is called NPP-150. So each vial comes with 10 milliliters, and each milliliter is 150 milligrams. And then try trend 150, which is going to be a mix from Dragon Pharma. And the mix from Dragon Pharma is going to be a mix of the three trenbolone esters, which are the trenbolone enethate, trenbolone hex, and the trenbolone acetate. So those three esters, you got a short, you got an intermediate, and you got a longer enethate ester. So 
really the perfect way to run this would be three times a week injections, mix them together in the same syringe, and then you're going to run Proviron with it. Now, Proviron is not liver toxic because it's not 17 alpha alkylated. So you don't have to worry about liver on this one. Um, the liver strain that you get on the cycle is definitely going to be from the trend. So you want to make sure you're running your support supplements, your, your N2Guard with it as well. And with this cycle, um, notice I didn't include testosterone. Rick was mentioning about gynecomastia. Well, this cycle, you don't got to worry about gynecomastia because the nandrolone phenylpropriate aromatizes a fifth as much as testosterone. The, the trend does not aromatize into estrogen at all. And then the provirin actually helps block some of that estrogen issue. So really this cycle is perfect and you're not going to have to worry about estrogenic side effects here. It just depends on how much you run when it comes to androgenic side effects, because the trend is going to cause a lot of androgenic issues. So you can run, let's say two milliliters of each, and I'll give you 300 milligrams of each per week, and then throw in 25 to 50 milligrams of the proviron. Look, if you can't, if you can't make gains on that stack, I, I don't know what to tell you. That is the absolute best stack. You're stacking a mild compound, the NPP, with a more androgenic, harsher compound, the trend. So it's like peanut butter and gel. It's perfect stack. And the proviron is like the bread, you know, it holds it together. So that cycle, um, your appetite's going to go through again with this one, work your ass off in the gym, put in the hours, don't injure yourself. Don't be stupid. And then make sure your diet is clean, but you're eating a lot of good quality muscle building foods, guys. That's the key to bulking. We don't want to bulk on fast food, pizza, beer, all this other crap. We don't, we don't dirty bulk. That's not the way I teach it. I want you bulking properly, good muscle building foods, good quality eggs, good quality beef, grass-fed beef, good quality chicken and turkey, fruits, veggies, lots of, lots of veggies, lots of green veggies, and then fats, a lot of good fats in your diet, avocados, fatty fish. You got, got a lot of coconut oil unrefined coconut oil. This is what you should be cooking your food with. That's the, that's the ticket to building good quality mass. The sweet potatoes, the brown rice, those are good carbs. We want to stick to the good carbs. Raw nuts. It's another one. It's, it's nice and fatty, nice fatty nuts. So perfect. And you will grow like a weed on this. You'll, you'll put on, you could put on, if you're a lean, lean guy, if you're a skinnier guy, can put on 15, 20 pounds on this, this stack. And uh, it's really incredible. So that, that is a really good option from Dragon Pharma, our friends at Dragon Pharma. Really, really good brand. Anything else, Rick? Um, when you're bulking, whatever you weigh now, you got to figure out how much you like to gain. And of course, you never really know how much you're going to gain, but you, how much you like to gain. So let's say you're a 200-pound guy. And you like to get up to 225 pounds. When you do your equations for how much protein you should be having per day, on a bulking cycle, you really want those two grams of protein per pound of body weight. So if you're 200 pounds, you would say, oh, I need 400 grams of protein. But wait, if you want to be a 225-pound guy, now you got to do your math differently. Now you need to multiply 225 pounds times two, 
So it's 450 milligrams of protein. That extra 50 milligrams of protein in your body every day, you want to really eat for your desired weight, not your current weight so much. At least when it comes to your protein, when it comes to your overall calories, maybe you you start off at 210, you eat enough calories for a 220 pound guy. Once you reach the 220, you just up it a little bit so that you don't you don't kind of smash a bunch of uh, calories into your system too quickly that could turn into fat. And one of the things you'll notice is that when you're in a good bulking cycle where you're really growing, you're going to be a little sleepy, you'll be a little lethargic because your body's going to just be sucking everything out of your bloodstream, your muscles, everything out of that bloodstream is going to be sucking it out to feed itself quite quickly. So you might feel a little bit low in energy. Make sure you're eating enough. Make sure you're eating enough. Sometimes you might eat beyond the point where you're full. You might have to blend some of your rice with little bits of chicken and, and some bone broth and just scarf it down uh, to get the calories in. You, you might have to. If you're, if you're hard gain or having trouble gaining mass, you're going to have to slam those calories in and, and really, really, really eat like you're trying to bulk. A lot of guys sometimes complain about not gaining enough mass. This stuff is not making me gain weight. Well, how are you eating? Are you eating enough to gain? So if you're bulking, you got to eat to gain. You might have to eat sometimes until your belly hurts a little bit. You might have to go all the way with it. So something really important to know when you're bulking. And, all, and there's just two grams of protein per pound of body weight, per pound of desired body weight. It's a good, good, good place to start off. All right, guys, so that sums it up. Hope you guys enjoyed this one and come on the forums. We'd love to hear from you. All right, so from uh, from us to you guys, thank you very much. Uh, Evolutionary Underground 5, have a good day. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.